Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Joe back from the Front Row Podcast. And before I introduce today's episode, I quickly just wanted to ask, how's everyone doing? How you guys been holding up? I myself am very excited. I mean, the month of June, we're already six months into the year. It feels like just yesterday it was it was January, but the month of June has been really, really great. And a part of that is also because the sun is back out. I mean, from time to time, it will rain, not going to lie. But here in Ontario and within the greater Toronto area, the sun has been out and it's definitely been uh, making me feel really, really great. I also know that uh, throughout the world um, and for the for the most part, um, everyone is getting back to a reasonable level of, of normalcy. And here specifically within Ontario, many people are getting their second vaccination shot. So please, if you are the vaccine police, don't come after me. My bad. But I will still advocate for wear your mask, wash your hands, sanitize as much as you can. I look forward to being able to hang out with my friends, hang out with more of my family, be able to give everyone a goddamn hug. So yeah, go go do that. Be responsible. Now on today's episode, actually, before I say that, I'll quickly remind everyone that I think either on our last episode drop or on the episode before that, I had mentioned that for our next few episodes coming up, we were going to be sitting down and catching up with some of our old friends from season one. And that still remains to be the case for today's episode where we kick it and we hang out with Prenovan, aka Pren from Ice Cream Truck Films. And I'm just going to pause there to remind everyone if you haven't listened to our first episode that we did together, go back to season one, find us on all of your major streaming platforms, and listen to that episode because you might be missing a few things here and there. But to quickly summarize, during our first episode, a lot was covered. We talked about a wide variety of topics, including, and at that time, Pren and his wife expecting their baby. And on today's episode, we jump into the new journey of fatherhood that Pran's entered into about what that's been like for him and his wife. We also trade stories on growing up with brown dads, what that was like for us. From there, we actually transition into the routine change and what that's been like in terms of having to readjust themselves, having to realign themselves, and now having a purpose as being a, a parent, how that's how that lifestyle has really evolved for both Pran and his wife. And we finally end off the episode in talking about why we miss wedding receptions so much. If you're anything uh, like myself, I love to socialize. I'm a big social butterfly and I, I truly do miss being able to either go out to a bar or to a house party or to a house warming or to a, a gathering with more than uh, 30 people where music is playing or you're just enjoying a, a good vibe. And more specifically to us and to our, our line of small business, wedding receptions are actually some of the best things that can come out of a, a wedding day. You get to see a lot of cool, fun, crazy stuff unfold. So we dig deep into why we really miss wedding receptions so much and and what motivates us uh, to film them, why we enjoy the music at these wedding receptions. So I'll try not to spoil too much of it, but I will end off by saying happy Father's Day to everyone that is celebrating today, whether you are a new dad, an existing dad, uh, an uncle, a brother, or somebody that plays a fatherly figure to someone or someone who has many different fatherly figures to them. Happy Father's Day to you. So without further ado, this is season two, episode five. So I'm going to waste no time in introducing or reintroducing today's guest. We sit down with a friend of the show, uh, you know, my brother for life, someone that I've experienced far too many, and if not enough, uh, you know, great moments with uh, a new father, which we'll, you know, we'll, we'll touch on throughout the episode. Uh, former rapper, former ladies man, shout out 
<laughs> Shout out to wifey. Um, highly sought after wedding filmmaker, a.k.a. Pranavan Pran. Welcome back, man. Happy Father's Day, bro. Happy Father's Day. It feels uh, great to be back. Season two, man. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Thank you. I, uh, I appreciate that, man. We've uh, we've been going on, you know, five episodes strong. It feels it feels good to be back. I can tell you that much. Yeah, it feels good. If you haven't already. Like what he always says, subscribe <laughs> to the pod and uh, start from episode one. I, I definitely, definitely appreciate that, man. How you been? I've been good. Yeah. Uh, tired. Yeah. <laughs> but good. Good. Good, really t- good. good tired is good, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been handling new or not new, but still existing kind of working from home orders? We've been doing great. Okay. Um, I think uh, we really nailed pack like a routine going. So mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. is good. Uh, we're able to work out, okay. That's good. Uh, which that's is huge. great, and it keeps keeps our mental state pretty good. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been it's been good, just uh, especially in the summertime. It's amazing because you get to really enjoy the summer mm. when you're at home. And you guys are like right next to like a nice body of water. There's a couple parks around the corner, pools around the corner for you guys. Really nice, like family oriented area. Oh, we we love our area. I think that's the best part. The summertime in our area is amazing. We nice. don't we don't need to drive. Uh, much okay uh, i think about five minute drive and you're at the beach um and then rest of it we're pretty much walking most of the time nice um and just getting out enjoying and and uh and patios opened up yeah so <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. It, it's it's gonna get better you know with um i guess the last time when we recorded a lot a lot of a lot has changed a lot of, a lot of good stuff has happened and you know with it being father's day this year I and mean, i have to ask how does it feel it it feels it feels really good uh last year yeah when uh shobes was pregnant a lot everyone's like oh this is your first father's day this is your first father's right, day right 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 they were right excited right and it didn't really hit me then <laughs> i was like okay yeah this, this feels kind of weird yeah but now it feels now it feels great because you're like uh, like ella is here yeah um and so uh, for those of you who don't know ella is our daughter she was born mm-hmm. um in september 2020 mm-hmm. um so it feels Crazy, because now there's there's a human that calls me dad. Right, and it's this, it's this little human that you just have to constantly like take care of. It's a whole new thing. I know you have, both you and Shobes have you know nephews and nieces, but this is different. This, totally different. This, this this is totally different. It's almost it's almost like Milo Part Two, except like const like twenty four seven. You just gotta be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes it just feels like she's not real i don't know how to describe it it's like a pinch me is this like a real moment yeah is exactly it's just like a yeah you're real like yeah that's exactly it um and then yeah you're right it's constant constant go 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 but it's like i always tell people it's like you are exhausted okay but it's good exhausted right um it's so much fun and then like when you're exhausted and your day you've had a crazy day right and she's gone to bed and and it's your time to unwind you miss her right (laughs) it's it's this this funny um dichotomy because then as soon as like she's asleep i'm sure like an hour later she's she's like crying and she's waking up and you're like god damn i'm just really trying to just get to bed right now <laughs> yeah yeah i think the hardest hardest adjustment has mm. been is just uh you can't just get up and go mm-hmm. uh whatever that you wanted to whether you want to work out mm-hmm. whether we want to record this podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Whether, whether you want to meet up friends it's always like you got to work around her schedule mm-hmm. see if it aligns um you know like like the challenge like before i used to always wake up and the first thing i would do is work out right I can't do that now. Yeah. Now I have to work out whenever 
she is sleeping mm-hmm. and Shobes is, is able to watch or able to watch her mm-hmm. or she works out and I get to mm. watch her. So it's, it's like, you just have to be able to adjust and go whatever it is. And it's go the, with the flow. it's the fun, it's the fun dance, right? Like I know like there have been times where like I've sent you like messages only to get a response back at like four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, uh, me and wife, you're trading shifts. She's about to go to bed. I'm about to wake, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think, uh, yeah, I think that that part especially is mm-hmm. tough because you wake up and then it takes you a while to go back to sleep right and then by the time you go to sleep it's time to get up again so um yeah it's the it's the fun um i'm not gonna call it a vicious cycle but it's just it's the journey right yeah it is it is it is the journey it's the journey so i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe go back like a while back actually maybe just ask you like do you remember what father's day was like growing up with your own dad um i I don't know (laughs) And, and maybe, maybe maybe not even Father's Day, but I think just like growing up with your dad, you know, you had siblings as well. Like, how would you kind of yeah, compare so what you what you grew up with versus what like Ella's now growing up with? Yeah, see, see, my dad is uh, awesome, but he is not very um, emotional. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show emotion. Shout out to Appa, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he does not show emotion at all. Yeah. And he is just sort of like, you good? OK, good. Right. Th- that's the type of dad he was. Yeah. But, um there's not a particular Father's Day moment, but there is a lot of moments that uh, me and him spend a lot of time in. And that, mm-hmm. that was really, um, we bonded with sports. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, baseball was huge. And, and, Didn't uh, know this. <laughs> did not, did not take you for, <laughs> no, did not know this. Okay. I, I guess, um, you know, like, you know, he, when we were, when he was off and he would see that oh, I, I wanted to watch the game. Yeah. He knew nothing about baseball at that okay, point. And okay. then I slowly got him into it, started explaining who the players were. Right. Then we started watching games. And right. then, um, yeah, then then slowly got him into sports. Then okay. we started watching the Raptors. Ah, um, okay. Which is like a big like intersection point for like most dads and their kids growing up. Yeah. Of- and he's not even a big uh, sports head. Um, he slowly started getting into it. And, right. and, the, and like one of my favorite memories with with him was going to the Raptors game um when it was at the sky dome nice okay um which was crazy like vintage 90s moment right over there yeah yeah yeah. and uh yeah he he took me and we we watched the game and like um and it was crazy because it wasn't it wasn't just one-sided like there was a point where he started telling me stuff like oh do you know that this guy's getting traded this guy is what okay this is happening and it's like wow and then and those are really the moments when my dad like growing up was just that and then the other half was my dad was like a straight hustler so it wasn't that like it was the things that when he wasn't there that that connected with me and that's where i get my hustler spirit from Mm. him was that Mm. he would work two jobs and he would um find a way to provide exactly exactly and when i saw that growing up like that's what made me Mm. who i am because of like just watching him just grind it out you know coming home at like 1am and then getting back up at four and yeah. going to the next job. And yeah. it's like, wow, dad, like, and, uh, when I started my business, yeah. it was, it was like, I'm like, okay, if dad could do this, I could do this. And he, he's been my inspiration for like just grinding it out. Shout out to dad, man. Yeah. Shout out to dad. <laughs> so I know like for me, very similar experience, except it wasn't sports. Like my, my dad took an avid interest in like our extracurricular activities. So whether it was like taking a swimming class, you know, taking me to like dance class, middle class, or just like helping my sister out do stuff. He was like the provider. Okay. Absolutely the provider. And then my mom as well. Sometimes she was the dad from time to time of like kind of just figuring out to your point, exactly what your dad would do of like how to hustle, how to just get it and just show up to provide. My mom in some capacity kind of played the the dad figure from, from time to time. I feel like one of the 
one of the other things that was a big intersection point for our friendship was the fact that we had a huge love and admiration for our grandfathers. Oh, and right. I know that our grandfathers, they both, um, they both passed at, at different times. And for me, my grandfather passed away four days actually after Gautam was born. And then I remember getting the text from you. It was like the day, uh, it was on the day of a reception that I was shooting and you shot me a text being like, my grandfather passed, I need some time. And I was like, all good. And I just remember that was like a big bonding moment for us mm -hmm. because you had been there with your grandfather, both your grandparents actually, matter of fact, from the jump and much like me, my grandparents raised me, right? So, you know, with this Father's Day kind of coming and, and going, and the reason why I bring this up is because I'd love to know, like, what are some of your, your best and like your fondest memories with your grandfather and even like your toughest memories with your grandfather, man? Well, funny enough, uh, of course, you guys know we record before Father's Day. <laughs> uh, today's is uh, today is his would have been his birthday. Actually. Get out of here! Happy, 96, birth happy 96 birthday! birthday was, which is crazy. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, my grandpa was the I would say the filler to okay. my parents. So okay. My so growing up, my dad would work a lot, mm -hmm. a lot. And then my mom would work as well. And then she would primarily be the caregiver, hmm. deal with everything with school. And then, um, yeah, then she started working. And when she started working, it became difficult for her to do certain things. And my okay. grandpa was the one that kind of filled in the shoes. So, okay. Um, and he would do anything and everything from picking up, picking us up from school mm -hmm. uh, to taking care of us. But the biggest thing that I remember, well, there's there's a few stories. The 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 one that I remember the most is uh, Halloween. Okay. Um, in our in our neighborhood, we lived in an apartment building. Yeah. The candy was good. Yeah. But we knew that if we went outside the building, <laughs> we could get amazing candy. You get candy. the good stuff. Yeah, you get the good stuff yeah. with the, like, I don't know how it is nowadays. Yeah. I, I know it's not much that nowadays, but before we yeah. used to get like bags and bags yeah, of candy man. in yeah. garbage bags. So yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that, um, like, you know, so my mom was like, no, you can't go. But then she's like, if you take grandpa, you can go. Right. So here's here's my grandpa. Uh, with like three or four kids uh, going into <laughs> like going into this neighborhood getting yeah. candy and then like yeah so like you know I could do things like it, it, I felt like whenever my parents said no I could do things if my grandpa was there right he was like the pass if you will to like that gateway to get yeah into so it went from like candy to be able to watch movies I would ask my mom hey like the news you know movie came out can I go see this with my friends my okay. mom be like no you're too young to do that but you can take grandpa if you want. Nice. So me and my grandpa used to take the bus. Okay. Somet sometimes mom would drop us off one way, but then okay. we would take the bus at one point. But we would yeah. somehow get to the theater. Yeah. Uh, we would watch <laughs> watch the movie. I mean, I would watch the movie. He'd fall asleep. He'll, yep, definitely. He'll <laughs> <laughs> he would fall asleep. And, okay. then, and then I would wake him. And then he'd be like, no, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he would, he would like, you know, he would be, he would be my guy like, my friend that I could use to go right. go do things. So my grandpa was everything in that sense. Like anything that my parents gonna do, my grandpa was there. That's that's dope, man. And thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. Um, for me, it was a a different type of experience, but very similar. I think there's there's some good alignment over there. Like for me, my grandfather, he used to work for um, the shipping company. He was an accountant there, and he worked until he was like I don't know seventy years old. And when we would go to visit him back in Sri Lanka, like he had a personal driver. And anytime I'd go to see him, he would uh, basically he was like our, our gateway to exploring and seeing things. So he introduced me. And I think it's part of the reason why like, I love to travel so much is because anytime we would go somewhere, he would just show us, um, you know, what views were like or like how to really fully experience something. And he never held back. 
He never held back and kind of never, he always kind of pushed us to be like, work hard, but enjoy yourself. Like kind of like work hard and play hard. And like for me, this Father's Day is, it always gets tougher. I find that like every Father's Day that kind of goes by, I'm like missing my grandfather like crazy. And I'm sure you can relate. 100%. Like all the time I'm thinking about him. And now as you have a child of your own, like as Ella grows and gets older, you know, are there things that um, you want for her, or even the relationship that she has with your father-in-law, with your dad, that necessarily you might not have had to have had with your own grandfather that you think about and you're like, I really want this for Ella. I've been blessed to have my grandparents growing up. Right. Like for a long time. Like, yeah. My grandpa and last year my grandma passed away. Yeah. Like I'm 36. Yeah. And I had, I had them for like that you're long. still looking like a snack, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shows. try. I try. I try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, I, I've had them for so long in my right. life, and I've been so blessed to do that. And I think um, that's what I would want. Mm. Like, I always tell shows like, let's try to find ways where we can try to spend time with grandparents mm. and, mm-hmm. and let her build that bond because yeah. it's such a great bond. Like, you don't realize it till after how, yeah. how beautiful it is that yeah. bond. Um, but th- it's been tough with COVID. Yeah, um, and I think with lockdown and everything easing up, that's what I'm really looking forward to is just allowing Ella to build that relationship with mm. her grandparents. I think for, for me on the, on the other hand, so I've got three nephews and niece on the way and I'm, I get envious every, every father's day or mother's day that comes up because I'm like my nephews and now my niece on, that's on the way. I'm like, you get to experience so much that I didn't get to experience with like my grandparents because they lived in like another country. I didn't get that luxury. So even like you, when you tell me stories about your grandpa, I'm like, man, you got to like be there with him. I'm like, ah, I only got like a few months at a, at a time. And like Ella's actually going to be able to experience so much of that. Cause your parents and your in-laws are a super young at heart. Um, they've already, you've already got like a bunch of nieces and nephews. So your parents are no strangers to, to grandkids, but I'm sure like it's, it's going to be an exciting moment for Ella. She like grows up, starts to talk and starts to like, explore her personality with you know the grandparents yeah for sure 100 percent um yeah i i'm so looking forward to that just that moment of them just bonding and i think that's what i wanted to continue to do yeah one of the things the pandemic has really taught us is like Mm. um before the pandemic, we were very busy. Oh, Everyone yeah. was very busy. Like all the time. So then you realize just being at home, um, some of the things that, that you built is like these relationships. Yeah. And, and so I, I think post pandemic is looking forward to just building those relationships, making time for those relationships, right. um, especially for my daughter. No, one, 1000%. It's funny you mentioned just going into the pandemic. I remember like telling myself like pre pandemic, I didn't get too much time with like all my nephews. And like now that like I've moved out, I find myself like homeschooling my nephew and I'm like, this is actually kind of, this is actually kind of lit. This is actually kind of fun of like being able to do this like (laughs) fun, crazy stuff of watching my nephew be in like homeschool. But I'm like, like you said, post pandemic is like, I want to do more of this just outside and like actually like travel and experience more. I mean, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I would not be home and I would not have all of these moments with Ella Mm. because right now when I work from home, I could jump into a meeting. Yeah. And then once that meeting's done and if I'm hella stressed, yeah. I just go into the room next door and then I'm looking at her. She's smiling at me. I can play with her and yeah. then boom, I'm going into another meeting. And yeah. I can also help in the, in the meantime, I could feed her in between meetings. Mm. You know, there's so much that I could do. And then I'm like thinking, I'm like, if I, if we ever have another kid, I'm like, I don't want to go back to the office right, for, right. For, for this period because this is so much fun because like, 
realistically, if I went to the office, I came mm. back, I would really have only two, three hours with her and that's it. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's funny because again, like pre pandemic, I think about like, how did our parents do it? Right. They would like go to work. We would either like get babysat by like, again, like our grandparents or like our siblings would watch us, but they would come home and only spend like a few hours yeah. with us to like make dinner, you know, enjoy a bit of time with us on weekends. If anything it was like the, the full 48 hours of spending time with their kids. But like you said, now, like going into the pandemic, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go back to the office. I'm like, I want to spend time with like my family or my friends or, or in this case, like my nephews or like with my friends, kids. Like the other day we went out to like have like a small little picnic and that right. was, it was fun. I was like, I wouldn't yeah. be able to do this on a regular day. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I hope it changes the mindset of yeah. just the corporate world of how, Big how time. flexible things are. Um, but I don't think I would, I would have it any other way. I think this, that's probably the biggest blessing mm. in the pandemic. So I got to ask, how's wifey been holding up throughout, throughout all this, man? She's been good. She is super mom. Um, I love her to death. Um, she does a lot. Mm. We have a great relationship where, uh, we're able to bounce off each other. Mm. And I think it's, uh, really showed, um, because during the pandemic again, we, it was just us. Yeah. 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 Well, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, it was just us. We we didn't have any help and we, some days were tough. Yeah. And today even some days are tough still. Yeah. And some days are amazing, um, but we make it work. And I think she, without her, I, I can't do the things that I do. Like, Dope. you know, um, be able to shoot weddings during this time period yeah. because like it's an adjustment because in the mornings before I go to a wedding, yeah, I have to make sure Milo's fed and walked <laughs> and then, then I'm off and then I'm yeah. away for like 10, 12 hours and then I'm coming back to check in on them. Yeah. And then like, you know, it's, it's hard. Some yeah. days are hard, yeah. but we we're doing great. And I think she's amazing at what she does. Um, and I, I, we couldn't do it without her <laughs> quite, quite literally. You couldn't have done yeah. <laughs> had, had this, had this baby without, yeah. Yeah. without shows. How has, um, and I think you, you touched on it and elaborated a little bit, but having a kid now has, I'm sure changed your routine up like upside down. Like <laughs> what used to be you sending me messages at like five o'clock in the morning being like, I'm at the beach. I'm taking a run with Milo. How, how has it impacted you for the better? Do you think having a kid in, in one way has been like the best blessing for other parts of your life as well? For sure it has. Yeah. Um, but I think when, uh, when we decided we wanted to have kids, mm-hmm. one of the things Shobes and I, uh, talked about right. was that we wanted to not change our life as much as possible. Okay. Um, okay. Which is like a hard, it's a hard thing, thing, hard thing. to do. Just yeah. even hearing it. I'm like, how, yeah, it, how do you do it? We're like, I'm like, I want to continue to make sure that we are still doing us. So, right. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. And that's why we're, mm. boun- we're bouncing off each other. Mm. Uh, we make sure that we have our own alone time mm. so that one, like each of, each of us can do our own thing. Right. So, you know, if it means that like, um, if I'm having a crummy day and I need, I need to go for a run for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. then I know that I can lean on her. Nice. And same with her. Let's say that she wants to, she's been in the house too long and she yeah. wants to go meet somebody. Yeah. Uh, one of her friends and go for like a walk or something, then, mm-hmm. then we make sure that that happens. Yeah. So we, we try to do that. And I, I think we had, we already, even pandemic or no pandemic, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. our goal was always like, let's continue to live the life that we always lived mm. because we were happy then and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. we continue to be happy now. So yeah. 
that that was really it. Another thing that I, I love that you kind of mentioned on was just again like the difficulty of parenting. Like how is it? How's that process been? Because I remember like again last year when we were recording, it was a different type of stress, right? You guys were like anticipating <laughs> the the baby. Now like now when I talk to you guys, I see like a like a really good difference by the way. But like tell me like a little bit more about that. Like how's that transition been from no baby to pre baby to now baby's here and now I got to figure out how to feed her. I got to figure out how to like put her. Like I'm I'm having conversations with you and you're like Ella is not falling asleep at all like i have no idea what what to do um yeah i think a lot was uh at the beginning Mm -hmm. when we first had her you were super nervous you're scared about everything um you don't know if you'll make a mistake so i remember uh being guilty where i I put her to sleep yeah and then i would just be worried so i go up and just check that she's breathing (laughs) i do that with my parents Uh, by the way it's weird (laughs) just just to make sure everything is good yeah 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 common 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 occurrence and then like you know you're gonna read about like every kid is different yeah so you're gonna read about kids that are good at this and bad at this and then you're gonna be like oh your kid is gonna be like this and then your kid is not like that right and it freaks you out yeah so you you start to freak out um we have a really great pediatrician okay i would say she's been good support Mm. Um, we could call her anytime. So, um, like a, we could send her email at two in the morning nice. and she would respond to us. Okay. And she, okay. she's also been kept us like in Same. check. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, with, with some of the things, cause you know, you know, you don't know. Cause like one thing, for example, like, <laughs> you know, already Ella doesn't sleep when, when 29 minutes and 59 seconds hits, yeah. she does not sleep beyond that. And yeah. then you're reading all these mommy blogs where it's like, Oh, um, yeah, your, your kid should be sleeping an hour, hour and a half. Mm. doesn't happen. Um, right now we're going through like feeding, um, okay. Okay. where half the food ends up on the floor and, and right now she's not eating. <laughs> it's the same thing for me, man. Don't worry. I, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the same way. Usually alcohol is involved, but I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> that sounds messy. <laughs> it does a little bit, a do, little bit. Sorry. You were saying, you were saying, uh, yeah. So it's just like dealing, dealing with that. And I think what we learned from all this is mm. just going with the flow. Yeah. Um, and you know, our parental instincts kind of kick in. Yeah. Uh, when things happen, when your baby is just crying at two in the morning, you just know. You, yeah, you just know that. Okay, if I do this, she's gonna stop crying. Right. Um, and it's nothing that you can prepare for. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of go go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make mistakes. Yeah. Um, I think the most important thing is that you do you do you because there's going to be a million people that will give you advice. Oh my God. Like you yeah. should be doing this. You should be doing that. Yeah. There's, there's a couple <laughs> of Brown Karens that we won't yeah. name, but yeah, everyone's going to be, in, and I'm sure you guys have experienced it of just of people course. just being in your ear, telling you how to feed Ella, how to change her, just yeah. everything under the sun. Yeah. There's a, there's a ton of that. And I think we've done a great job. Me and Chobes of yeah, just dealing yeah, yeah. with that is that we're like, okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. And but we're going to, we're going to do this. And if there's any issues, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to talk to the pediatrician yeah. to, to, to make sure that this, yeah. is, this is good. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's the mindset that we've been in mm. and, and it's been, it's been working well and just learning off stuff. I don't know about you, but as things is, are starting to open up, the city's opening back up. Outside of travel, if there's one thing or one of the many things that I do miss, it's a fire ass wedding reception with you kind of like going back out into the field, shooting weddings and just ceremonies. Like, how's that been going for you so far? It's been crazy. Okay. Um, I think 
the first part is try not to get COVID. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So. Which, which, you know, as, as, as much as we joke about it, that's like a real thing. Like we know of people in the industry that have tested positive and it ruins exactly. their, their not ruins, but it actually affects their livelihood insanely. Yeah, I think more than anything this year is that I know that I have a daughter. That yeah, have you have you have someone to outside of obviously like wifey, you have like a like another human being to like that relies on you. Exactly. So I mean, I have a down pack routine, yeah. which I think helps. Which yeah. is uh, I make sure that I wear my N95 mask. Yeah. When I'm shooting a wedding, right. uh, when I come home, I spray down everything. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I don't even go near Ella until I've showered. Right. And yep. and then that's when I get to talk to her. Yeah. Um, so that's what's been different. Okay. Um, also, what's been different is that I look forward to coming home. Nice. And seeing like her smile because Pur- I haven't. Purpose seen is her. good, right? Yeah, like that's that's never been there before. So yeah. And then the other part is just dealing with uh, you. You would know well is is just the aftermath of shooting a wedding. Oh god. And the organization, <laughs> the organization of charging stuff, yeah. backing up stuff. Yeah it becomes a lot more difficult once you're home because you yeah. know you have things to do yeah. with with the baby and deal with things mm-hmm. and so it's like you back up one footage while you're while you're trying to feed her and then yeah. going back so it's like a lot of that and then figuring out um time to just kind of get creative yeah. yeah yeah i think at the beginning that was really difficult mm. uh it's just finding time to okay. to find that groove because like I, like i told you earlier it's just adjusting and going with the flow so you can't just get up at six in the morning and just edit now. Not like feel, we used to. Yeah, j- just because you feel good. You're editing because between 10 and 10.30 is when Ella's nap is. So that's when you're going to try to get in yeah. your work. So it, it was difficult at the beginning to find that groove. But again, just going with the flow, making mm. adjustments, you get better at it. And uh, yeah, that that's what wedding season has been about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also been very difficult shooting weddings with 10 people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I mean, it's not typically what we're used to. Like, we're so uh, accustomed to either small, intimate weddings or like big, grandiose weddings of like 300, 400, like 500, sometimes even like 700 people. I'm yeah, sure that's yeah. that's also like changed your dynamic, your approach. Tell me a little bit more about that. You can tell couples are way more stressed right now that it's 10 people, and which stuff. is kind of ironic because you would think for a small amount of people, there's less stress. Exactly. You yeah. would think that because it would be more intimate, but it's, it's the complete opposite. So, you're trying to get their mind off that and you're like, this is your wedding day. You're right. going to enjoy it. So mm-hmm. that's one part of it. Um, so you're, you're, you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is just dealing with just, um, like the, the wedding that I shot a couple weeks ago. I didn't know that I could only have one videographer until, until I you got there, got there and then had to make an adjustment and then like trying to come up with something creative yeah. with that. Um, like you said, if it's 300 people, there's more things that you could, shoot in mm-hmm. terms of b-roll people mm-hmm. emotions so now you're mm-hmm. creating a story out of 10 people and like right. trying to figure out how to tell that story so mm-hmm. um that's what's been been different okay um but it's been it's been good it's been good i okay. would say do you miss wedding receptions hell yeah oh man hell yeah <laughs> can i can i relate for everyone out there that's listening to this like we've we've seen the best of the best at wedding receptions uh and hopefully more more to come we've seen the worst <laughs> of the the worst which i don't know if we'll we'll get into per se but we, we've seen some hands being thrown uh but the best of the best it, like when it happens it's 
it's so dope. And that's that's one thing personally. I'm like, I miss being able to like go out to like a friend's wedding or to just like, you know, when we're at big wedding venues and there are two other wedding receptions that are happening there, just having to casually bump into like another peer. There's just so much going on at yeah. a wedding reception that I miss. Um, first thing, what I miss the most is playing the next day at it. Yeah, that's like, a, and for, for those of, uh, of, of you that are listening to this for the first time or that aren't familiar with what a, a next day edit is, so it's essentially like a two to five minute highlight video, next day edit or same day edit, however you want to call it, that we mm. traditionally play at a wedding reception most often. And it's like an incredible short film of like the wedding. The wedding itself and it's this moment where like and Pran, you can you can say better than i can but it's like really where everyone shuts the fuck up and just watches like you get exactly. everyone's attention exactly and, and there's a feeling that you get uh, as a videographer once they watch that right. video for the first time where yeah. you get a high off that feeling yeah and those are the moments that you keep doing it over mm-hmm. and over again so that's one thing and <laughs> the second thing i miss is the dance floor <laughs> You already know, man. You already know. <laughs> it's, you know, for, for for those of you that don't know us personally, we're the type of people, and especially even with, with, with like, our other videographers that help us, like, we want to have fun. When we're filming, like, I know personally, as soon as the DJ starts to rip, like, a really good, like, soca set, I'm there filming, but half of my body is also catching a wine in, like, just in the air because I genuinely just want to have fun and enjoy that moment. And, like, COVID and I think just the apocalypse is, like, taking that away. And I can't wait. Like, I know Australia... They're having the time of <laughs> yeah. their life right oh, now. Yeah. Like I see, I think you, I would think it was you or Tharshan that sent us a video and I was like, God damn, they're like, they're, un- parting it up, they're yeah. like uncomfortably, you know, at like a wedding reception or at like a, like a bar when people get uncomfortably close, but it's a good time. That's the, that's the, the, there's like something in the air at like wedding receptions when like music is playing and you're just like, shit, I miss this. <laughs> I really, and, and you know us like again, like, and maybe you can tell me more about just like wedding receptions and stuff, but that's the, that's also a fun part to like filming a wedding is being able to see your couple also just let loose mm-hmm. and have, and have fun. Like, do you, do you look forward to that coming back? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. It's just, it's just a good vibe. Mm. I think, I think a wedding can be stressful. It can. And then once you hit the reception, it's just like, it's kind of like your reward. It's it's the cool down period, right? Yeah, because we've we've seen the the good, the bad, the ugly at you know, <laughs> at wedding at weddings and and wedding receptions. We've seen things get super tense. But then to your <laughs> point, like when when things are great, though, like you said, it's that it's that period of where things are kind of cooling down. You're able to relax. Right. Exactly. Unwind. Yeah. Um, like like you said, we get to jam out. Yeah. Uh, listen to some good music. I, I know when I'm filming and I see you on the other side, <laughs> just like raising your hand up. <laughs> I, I see you. I see you. So it, it's that, um, it's just, yeah, it's just a great environment to be in. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best part of a wedding. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, and, and also you're thinking about, Oh man, look, look at all the cool stuff. That yeah. I'm filming, there's right? like, there's, there's tons of stuff. It's, it's funny. And I'm sure like as a guest at a wedding too, like I always think about the fact that there's always something different happening in like every corner of the dance floor. Like there's like people that are getting super drunk. There are people that are having a good time. There's your couple that's just like trying to say hi to everyone, but also just trying to enjoy their night. And that's the part of, I think about our jobs that sometimes um, people don't necessarily see is that we actually see all that. That's mm-hmm. a part of our, our role, right? Is being able to like document that stuff. So I do look forward to it coming back and hopefully even with like destination weddings, man. Oh yeah. You know, being in another country, like on an island, like you've been to Jamaica a couple times. Like, do you do you miss the the out of Canada experience of filming a wedding that hasn't happened in years now? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, for those of you who don't know, me and you were supposed to go to Jamaica <laughs> 2020. Yeah. Um, we were so excited for it. Yeah. And then pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, 
And then now, 2021, yeah. we're tentatively, still going. Yeah. yeah, tentatively still going. It's just a feeling where when you're in a new environment, mm. um, you tend to thrive in creativity. It's just yeah. different things that you're seeing. Mm. Um, and you're just able to like capture things that is not part of your regular thing. It's not the same hall that you go to every, mm-hmm. every day. It's not the same room prep. It's not the same people, period. Um, yeah, exactly. You're getting the weather, you're getting the food, mm-hmm. you're getting all of these factors that kind of add to it. Um, plus, you also get some downtime, which is which is yeah. great. Um, usually after weddings, uh, especially if you work a full-time job, it's yeah. wedding, 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 and then going to work. Okay, so we we talked a little bit about Father's Day, about you know fatherhood, and then we talked about how much we really truly and just miss wedding receptions. Right. I'm gonna go back to to fatherhood for a second. So you know your first official Father's Day is in the books. Okay, it's 20 years from now. Okay, Ella happens to find this episode back. <laughs> what do you what do you want to tell your daughter, man? You're first born, you know. This is your first Father's Day, you know. I'm sure there's like now there's been tons of moments that you guys have experienced together. She's looking back and she happens to stumble upon this. Like what's 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 some like sound either advice or just like something you want her to kind of like know at this at this point. Well, if you're looking at this Ella, um I hope you're sleeping well <laughs> and I hope that you're eating well because you're not doing either one of those things right now. So, um, hope you're doing that. <laughs> uh, this is, this is a fact. Joe, uncle Joe can attest to this. This is, this is, this is very true. Um, man, this is, um, wow. You, you left me speechless. I, I don't know what to say, but, um, wow. This, this is hard. Harder <laughs> did, than I didn't, didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah. Did, didn't see it coming at all. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. If you're looking at this, mm-hmm. um, you change our life mm. and uh, we can't see life without you. So it's it's crazy. Um, it's exhausting. Um, it's the good kind of exhausting. But one thing that I love about you and, and if you're looking at this 20 years in, from now um, is that you smile at everything and you smile a lot. And, and that's what makes me smile and happy. So um, And if you guys have more <laughs> kids from now, well, I hope they make you smile too. <laughs> I think I think my answer is shit, and that's because I'm like choking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I, the, you, you hit me, you hit me with a curveball. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, it's been it's been it's been different. But we've enjoyed every moment with you, and we're really looking forward to all the other moments with you. And uh, just when just when things are going one way, you change, and it's amazing, and and we love it. So uh, continue smiling, baby. If that's not fatherhood, and I like I I don't I don't even I don't even know how, how else to categorize that over there. And, and you know, one of the reasons again, I I asked this very intentionally because you know the, so far the journey has been you know going in one direction, but I'm sure tomorrow it's gonna change, it's gonna pivot, and by the time Ella's 20 years old, it's gonna be completely different. She's definitely not gonna be in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the things I tell Shobes as, as a joke is like I'm like one day. She's going to lie to you <laughs> and uh, you're going to get ready for that. Um, so those are things that we're, we're, you know, it's going to happen. And, yeah. and those are things we joke about and, uh, and have fun about. And uh, 
funny enough, yeah. it sounds really, really weird and yeah. it's going to be long ways away. Yeah. Um, but as a, vi- as a wedding videographer, yeah. one of the things that you, that I look forward with LA is like the day that she gets married yeah. and, and just, you know, seeing all the fathers that I film, mm. um, and the emotions, I feel that more than anything now when yeah. I film weddings. It's going so. to hit you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> You know, the, the, the many fathers and fatherly figures that we see ball their eyes out yep. that are just That's gonna like be me now. an emotional, like a great emotional wreck, pull out like a 180 on the day of when their daughters are walking down the aisle is yeah. uh, like, it's insane. Yeah. I, I'm going to be one of those fathers now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think about that, which is, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and then I think about uh, just, you know, just doing traveling actually. With yeah. Them. Um, because we can't we can't do any of that to maybe just end off on this episode i think about just even travel like i very recently got the opportunity to travel with my parents at like a later point in like my 20s and i can i can honestly say as much as it pissed me <laughs> off to do it with my mom and dad i took my dad out to halifax i took my mom out to san francisco i think when you have kids and again you, you'll know this better than i will is it's a different type of experience of when, you, when you're doing it with your with your own child so i'm i'm confident ella will absolutely enjoy it and, and if anything she'll foot the bill for when she travels with you guys so can't wait <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no even before that happens yeah. i'm really looking forward to just um all of us just traveling yeah. and, and seeing the world and mm. showing her things um i think one of the things that I enjoyed with my parents in, in 2019 in specific was going mm. back home to Sri Lanka. Mm. And, uh, we were blessed because, uh, my father-in-law was there yeah. and then, and then my, uh, my parents were there and they were able to show us some of the things that like, you know, we grew up on mm. and, and, and stuff like that. So, which was great. And like travel is such an important part of, of life, I think. And, mm. and I think I really want to show Ella that aspect of nice. life and, and, and things like that and, and, and culture and all that stuff. Nice. Happy Father's Day again, bro. Thank um, you. you know, we've Thank been you. we've been friends for what feels like a very, <laughs> very long, long time. But happy Father's Day to, to many, many more. And to everyone out there that has a again, a fatherly figure, um, a dad, an uncle, a brother, wh- whoever, however it is, um, give him a big hug. And I said this on our Mother's Day episode with my mom, but truly, like, give him a big hug. Like this, this pandemic has taught me personally just a lot about um, maintaining the relationships that you have. Um, mm-hmm. And more than ever, where people are losing their livelihoods to many things outside of like this, this this virus is just give him a big hug tell him that you love him um i know i'm gonna tell my dad for sure as, as much as he pisses the shit <laughs> out of me so happy father's day to you happy father's day to everyone out there that's celebrating my name is joe and you're listening to the front row thanks man thank you happy father's day happy father's day it's <laughs> <laughs> our outro music by the way <laughs> nice So if I haven't said it enough, especially towards the tail end of this episode, happy Father's Day again to everyone that is celebrating today. And a big thank you and shout out to Pran for stopping by and for sharing his story, his journey into what fatherhood has been like so far, what his relationship with his dad and his grandfather was like, and just everything that we we spoke about. And don't forget, if you haven't already, Subscribe to us across all of your major streaming platforms. You can find us at The Front Row Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Front Row Pod. 
Before we end up and wrap up today's episode, I also want to give you guys a bit of a sneak peek on what our next episode is going to be about. We sit down with old friend of the show from season one, Ranish, aka Ren, and we talk about all things to do with career development and more specifically what it's like to work in a very sales like environment. So if you're looking to be a sales executive, if you're really trying to figure out what to do with your career, or if you're just considering, you know, career options, and if this is one of those things that you were thinking about, this is definitely the episode for you. And then from there, we take a hard pivot to talk about all things to do with dating and an interesting story that I had to share. So this one, I'm not going to give away, but I will say it's definitely an interesting story. That being said, thank you again for giving us your time. Happy Father's Day. My name is Joe, and you're listening to The Front Row.